thousands of farmers began their march from Punjab state towards India's capital New Delhi. But they have been stopped by the authorities at the heavily barricaded borders between the state of Punjab and Haryana. The march has been put on hold until 29th February while the farmers decide their next move. Hello and welcome to our Global Situation podcast by International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. I'm your host, Zabi Afaq. Joining me for this episode is Pratish Kamath, our security specialist for Asia, who was recently on the ground at the Singhu border between Haryana and New Delhi and was the first-hand witness to the security measures undertaken amid the ongoing protests. And I began by asking him to tell me more about the current situation around the farmers' protest. Hey Zabi, so currently all protest-related action is concentrated along the Punjab side of the Kanori and Shambhu borders along with Haryana. Uh, the farmers there have been camped since 13th of February and so far the Haryana police have managed to keep the farmers from entering into the state. Uh, they have erected multi-layered barricades to prevent any sort of vehicular movement and they have resorted to rubber bullets and tear gas shells to control the protesters. This has resulted in clashes in which the protesters claim that one farmer so far has been killed. Do we anticipate any disruptions in the national capital region because of this protest? Yes, so while the protesting farmers are still 200 kilometers away from the New Delhi borders, the police in Delhi have enhanced uh, their security measures along the border points and along major highways. Uh, when I was at Singhu border, uh, the entire uh, border had been blocked by the authorities and they had used heavy vehicles and containers and concrete barriers and barbed wires for the same. Uh, Similar was the case with the Tikri border. However, the barricading has been partially lifted and the vehicular movement has resumed along the service lanes. Although the roads are still heavily congested and traffic is very slow moving. Now, talking about the Ghazipur border, a few lanes of the highway are operational amid still heavy police barricading, which has led to significant traffic congestion. Congestions have also been reported at the Delhi-Noida, Delhi-Gurugram and Delhi-Faridabad borders and authorities keep issuing updated traffic advisories whenever there is any protest announced. For the same, international SOS subscribers can monitor our website for any related updates. Pratish, could you explain how are these protests different from the previous protests which happened in 2020-2021? So when you talk about farmer protests in India, one immediately tends to think about anti-farm law protests which took place in 2020-2021. While the farmers have tried to replicate such protests, it is extremely difficult and unlikely for these protests to reach those levels for a few reasons. Uh, First of all, unlike in the previous protests, uh, the farmer unions this time around are no longer a united lot. The movement is largely being led by a faction of the Samyukta Kisan Morcha, also called as uh, the SKM non-political. The main SKM, although it has lent its support, it's not an active part of the movement as its faction is. Secondly, the previous protests saw widespread participation in Punjab, Haryana and Western Uttar Pradesh states. However, this time around, the protests have largely been undertaken by farmers based in Punjab. Thirdly, the ruling Bharatiya Janta Party-led central government is right now in a much stronger negotiating position uh, as it has won crucial state assembly elections in Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh and uh, Rajasthan states where a considerable number of farmers have voted for them. The parliament is about to be dissolved and the model code of conduct will be imposed ahead of the upcoming general elections. 
So there are certain limitations in policy decisions that the government can make during this period. And the best and the least disruptive course of action for the farmers is to engage in talks with the government. And the best the government can do is make promises while the farmers will have to make certain concessions. Yes, we have been hearing about the negotiations with the government. Can you elaborate more about these negotiations and what the outcome has been so far? So, several rounds of negotiations have been held between the government and the farmers and they have fallen through despite the government partially meeting a few demands of the farmers. Uh, the farmers, however, insist that all their demands have to be met. And as I said earlier, the government right now is in a much stronger negotiating position. So, we will have to see at what stage will the farmers be satisfied enough to call off the protest. However, if an agreement cannot be reached despite these successive negotiation rounds, the farmers are likely to restart their march. What I feel is that successive rounds of negotiations may result in some sort of an agreement in the coming weeks. What if negotiations continue to fail and the march does restart? So the Haryana police have so far been able to stop the farmers on the Punjab side of the borders and uh, even the Punjab and Haryana High Court has said that tractors and trolleys will not be allowed on the highways. So considering all of this, it is quite unlikely that the protesters will be able to march through Haryana and then reach Delhi borders. So in such a scenario, as a precautionary measure, we will likely see further enhancement of security at the entry points around New Delhi, especially on the Delhi-Haryana borders. Uh, we will also see greater use of forcible dispersion methods, including the use of batons, water cannons and uh, tear gas by the authorities, especially along the Punjab-Haryana border points. And security along additional border points will be further enhanced, which might lead to further traffic congestions. Considering this protest is taking place at the border area of National Capital Region, Pradesh, what advice would you give to businesses when they are planning travel for their employees? So, first off, workforce undertaking any intercity travel to New Delhi from the surrounding states must account for travel delays due to road closures, diversions and traffic congestions. It is advisable to consider remote working or work-from-home options in the affected urban centres. For travelling within the National Capital Region, we recommend using metro services to avoid travel delays and the same goes for travel to and from the airport. If feasible, we recommend the use of metro services. Uh, and finally, one should anticipate potential uh, supply chain disruption along the highways linking New Delhi to Haryana and Uttar Pradesh. It is advisable to get in touch with your local contacts to grasp your organization's supply chain risks and find backup suppliers for any prolonged disruptions. Thank you, Pratish, for your valuable insights. Thank you, Zabi. And to all our listeners, please remember that International SOS is your reliable resource for up-to-date information and assistance on various global situations. Explore our website, internationalsos.com, for our extensive security and medical information products as well as our network of assistance centers available to subscribers 24-7. Until next time, stay safe, stay informed.